From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Wednesday the 27th of April. Good afternoon. Today we're going to be explaining some of the world's biggest stories, including the sentencing of Myanmar's former leader and the passage of the policing bill right here in the UK. We'll also be answering today's big question. How is China's zero COVID strategy going, as well as discussing the EU's new big tech regulation? But first, let's talk about the meeting of 40 countries in Ukraine. Representatives from over 40 countries attended talks at Germany's Ramstein Air Base on bolstering Ukraine's defensive capabilities. The US's Defense Secretary, Lloyd Austin, who hosted the meeting, said that the meeting showed that nations from around the world stood united in their resolve to support Ukraine, and said that the conference would turn into a monthly contact group. And they had some successes. The meeting were able to secure a number of pledges to provide further military aid to Ukraine, most notably a commitment from Germany to send tanks to the country, a significant shift in policy. Meanwhile, at the same time, the UN Secretary General met with Vladimir Putin in Moscow, where he pushed for evacuation corridors to be opened up within Ukraine. Although the Secretary General has faced some criticism in Ukraine for his decision to visit Moscow before Kyiv. Anyway, speaking of Moscow, Russia has officially halted supplying gas to Poland and Bulgaria in response to both countries rejecting Russia's demand to pay their bills in rubles. Russian state gas giant Gazprom informed the two countries that their supply would be suspended starting from today. And that's significant because Gazprom supplies make up around 50% of Poland's consumption and 90% of Bulgaria's. This suspension of gas supplies is the first since Putin demanded that unfriendly foreign buyers pay for Russian gas using rubles instead of euros or dollars. Poland and Bulgaria, both EU and NATO members, accused Gazprom of breaching their contracts, while the EU has accused Russia of blackmail using gas. In response to the news, Poland's Prime Minister said that we will cope with this blackmail in such a way that the Poles don't feel it while Bulgaria's energy minister said that at present, no restrictions on gas consumption have to be introduced within the country. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your everyday routine. Or you can just search for us in your podcast app to listen along. In February of last year, the government of Myanmar were overthrown by the military, something we discussed at length at the time. As a result of the coup, the elected state councillor of Myanmar, equivalent to Prime Minister, Aung San Suu Kyi, was arrested and thrown in prison. Since her removal from power, things have certainly gone downhill in the country, with the military committing a number of crimes against humanity, with the Human Rights Watch claiming that the military have used killings, torture and arbitrary detention against their own citizens. So maybe it's not surprising that it's been reported today that the military have sentenced Aung San Suu Kyi to five years in prison on corruption charges. This comes after the military accused her of a number of offences, ranging from breaking the Official Secrets Act to election fraud. In any case, the military have claimed that she accepted 11.4 kilograms of gold bars and cash, which were worth around $600,000 from the chief minister of the capital city. However, the Human Rights Watch have described all of these claims and the sentencing as bogus. 
Let's move to the UK, where this week we're reaching the end of the parliamentary session. And that means that most bills are either going through their final stages before passage or being granted Passover motions to carry them over to next year. One of the most significant bills of this parliamentary session, though, is the Police Crime Sentencing and Courts Bill. After a bitter battle between the Commons and the Lords about the exact wording of the bill, they appear to have come to an agreement, as the bill has now been submitted for royal assent and will very soon become law. This means that protesters who make too much noise could be subject to penalties, and those who topple statues in the UK could be sent to prison for up to 10 years. Finally though, it seems today that the current inflation and cost of living crisis is starting to hit the big corporations too. Alphabet, the parent company of Google, YouTube and many other businesses, has just released its quarterly earning report. And it wasn't a great read for shareholders. Admittedly, the company did make a quarterly profit of $16.44 billion, which sounds like a lot and does mean that Alphabet shares are worth $24.62 each but this is below the expectation of $25.76 that the business was hoping for. One of the reasons for this share slump, though, is probably due to the success of YouTube competitor TikTok, as well as inflation having a knock-on effect with advertisers. This probably also wasn't helped by the fact that YouTube suspended all monetization for videos being published in Russia. And while this clearly was a moral move to try and take a stand against Russia, it has almost certainly hurt their bottom line. That's all we have time for on YouTube today. But if you want more, including the answer to today's big question, how's China's COVID zero strategy going, as well as our discussion of the EU's new big tech regulation, then you should watch the extended version of the daily briefing over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also get an extended version of the show every single weekday available to watch on Nebula or to stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get an even more extensive briefing every day, then you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service with some of the world's best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream, and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and, well, it's always ad-free too. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.